You are welcome to Sports Analysis Network Football. I'm your regular handful, Abdelhamid Abdelkarim. Coming up on this episode, we shall be discussing without the Ballon d'Or. Can it be said that Neymar has maximized his potential? Can it be said that he has had a first-class career or a strong 2-1 career? Of course, also coming up on this episode, we shall be discussing what is so special in Rafinha that Barcelona and Chelsea are stogging it out for the signature of the list forward. And also coming up on this show, we shall also be discussing why is Manchester United only interested in Dutch players? Are they only, I mean, uh, is the LDVC the only place where talented players are at the moment? And of course, coming up, on this, coming up on this show, we shall also be discussing about the future of Frankie de Jong. Should he stay put at Barcelona or he should move to Manchester United to join his former boss, Eric Ten Hag. And lastly on the show, we shall be discussing Juventus. Can Juventus reclaim the school there? So with the signature of Pogba and Ankel De Maria. I shall not be walking alone on the show. I have with me the two of the of Ibrahim Moise Olaitan, Ola, Ola, popularly called Aladi, the man who lost Barcelona so much. And of course, we have on the show also Ibrahim um, Abdulaziz Adumali, popularly called Maliberi, the man with two loves, one in the Premier League and one in the Spanish La Liga. Yes, I wouldn't love it more than that. My name is Abdulhamid. You can also call me football Jewish. Guys, you are welcome to the show. Guys, without wasting much time, let's kick start the show. Let's kick start Thank the you show. for having us on the show. Yes, yes. Uh, Malik Berry, what's up? Good day to all our listeners, far and wide, home and abroad. It's good to be back. Let's kick yeah. it. Yes, it's good to be back. Let's kick start the show. Yes, guys, let's kick start with the uh, with the topic, let's talk about Neymar. I mean, the name of the game. So, guys, let's talk about Neymar. Yes, just like I read in the intro, if Neymar ends up in his career without the Ballon d'Or, can it be said that he has maximized his potential, considering the fact, considering the hype? That surrounded him while moving from Santos to Barcelona, and of course, the move that took him from Barcelona in a record yes, in a record move from Barcelona to Paris Saint Germain. Let me start from Maliberry. Maliberry, where do you stand on this? Uh, I've always been a, a Neymar fan right from day one, and I believe uh, even if he was to fulfill his full potential, he would have done it in getting the Ballon d'Or, because with the likes of Messi and Ronaldo in this particular timeline, you know, dominating football, they might want, you know, phantom a chance to, you know, to have the trophy to in his name. But I feel it's good where he is right now, what he has done, winning the Olympics for Brazil. He's almost dead, you know, to claim the highest goal scorer for Brazil, the national team. You know, he's the current highest transfer in, in the world of football. He's earning a lot and he's doing good and fine for PSG as well. So I believe he's not a total failure, though some people expected more he's not from him. But I feel he's, he's, he has done more than... Yeah, he's not a total failure. <laughs> because if you don't have Ballon d'Or with the... Yes, with the eyes on him, with the eyes and the potential, one would have felt, okay, he should have, you know, done something regarding the Ballon d'Or. But he came very close, I think, towards... In, in one, in one time like that, so I think that's that's the best he can do. So, 
Yes, let me bring in the man. For me, not a total failure for me. A total failure. All right, yes. He has not been, yes, he has been a, he has been a partial failure according to Malik Berry. Let me bring in, yes, uh, Moise. Uh, Moise, let's talk about Neymar. Yes. I mean, you just heard Malik Berry say that he has been a partial failure. This was a guy that moved from Paris. He, he is the most expensive player of all time. I mean, what can you say? Has he had... The first class of the career, in the first class of the career, so the future of the career will pass. <laughs> I, I, would, I would want to put him, I would rank him 2-2. <laughs> Maybe the way people say it now, strong 2-2. Uh, it... That is the game that I'm going to give him. I think he has talented. You still need to put him in the hard work and let people see how 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 we are trying to achieve something. He probably thought he was going to have it on the platter of gold for himself, considering the caliber of players he started with when he came to Europe. But the, if you there's the difference is this level of consistency and also level of this that is required from you and totally Barcelona in, in, in its all as if he lets his discipline at Barcelona and then just went away to start frolicking around then the other one the tenacity is going to get to at one point and I want to agree with my very true that on the fact that um the era that we find ourselves now the, Dominance of Messi and then Cristiano Ronaldo in Europe would probably give a very slim chance for the third party to break that. And ever since then, you couldn't even understand what has possible to get into a recognizable level. So for me, that's total failure. In my own book, total failure. Talking about me, well, I mean. <coughs> Yes, yes, this is a guy that ever since he joined uh bus, he moved to Europe from Santos in 330 appearances, he has made 205 goals and registered 126 assists. He has scored 74 goals for the Celeste of Brazil, just three goals shy of Brazil's record of 77 goals. I mean, don't you think people have been, including your humble self, don't you think you have been uh overly over critical of Neymar? They are, I don't think I'm being overly critical of Neymar's performances. I'm not, I'm not, I've acquired the fact that yes, he is talented, he is putting in the work, but at the same time, for you to be to dominate, it's not somewhere you come and then you just slap. You need to put down that, uh, come to look with another mentality. Messi would have achieved what he has achieved today. If you had decided to just because of the fame, you let the game to get into your head and then you forget the fact that you have to put in the likes of um, Messi and the likes of Cristiano Ronaldo are still relevant now to now and they'll still be relevant to the next two, three years. So you being able to um, surpass Pele or you being able to provide the assist and everything, but at the big, you have to look at the big moment. Do you find Neymar there at the big moment? And that's the capital no. Is always not there 
when he's required to be there. Hmm. Malibari. Yeah. But then it can also be said that not every player will have the opportunity moment to win the Ballon d'Or. Is the issue about the Ballon d'Or itself? Because if they are going to look at Ballon d'Or, there are a lot of things you have to put in consideration of who the winner is going to be. Now, it's not the or you've not seen as the possible winner, then that means you will not be able to bring in the criteria needed to be able to get that um, particular um, accolade for yourself. And that is the point I'm trying to make, that the power of um, three years ago that came forward, yes, obviously, we had put in the hard work, because like I, pointedly, that I, like, like I rightly pointed out to you, the moment in Barcelona, things change, especially when it comes to the issue of discipline. And you cannot achieve that required level of excellence in Europe if you are not disciplined. Look at the issues he has had um, at PSG, the um, injuries, the way he's always patting around, flying around, and everything like that. So you need to dedicate yourself to a course. It's, it's as if it's just to have fun and everything like that. And the money is coming in regardless. But then I'm sure you know when you are needed to be, to be there. And that's why we see the likes of um, Paris. Um, um, Paris Saint-Germain fans praising the likes of Mbappé because this seems to be a guy that is well focused on. He knows what he wants for him and he's also putting the hard work on the pitch. Not someone who will try to dribble and dribble and not score or whatever. So that's what can, I'm can trying I to say. Sure, definitely. Please come in. But what the, the fact is, the fact is, the fact is, can we say Messi has been has not been working hard enough ever since Neymar left Barcelona? Can we say that? Because ever since Neymar left Barcelona, Messi's game dropped. We all know that. Uh, Baka has been failing in Champions League. You know, Messi won the Ballon d'Or. Baka has been failing back to back in Champions League. That's not... That's, you said? Yes, he still won the Ballon d'Or without Neymar. He still won the... Won the he's part, that's what I'm saying. He still won the league without Neymar. He's part of the criteria they use in... Calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. Calm down, calm down. He's part of the criteria they use in checking Ballon d'Or. So we need to understand the fact that, number one, the award, the criteria using in picking those awards, we can't just we all, we all can agree to that the the, the criteria are right. You understand? We all know. Please, you know, goals and assists, you know, uh, league cups in general is part of it. But there are seasons that Messi didn't even win anything, and yes, he was crowned the Ballon d'Or winner. So, what, so understand? What, so what? we need. To, but we you need, need we, to look at the influence of the play, particular chill, player chill, that team. Chill, chill. Ever since, ever since Neymar got to to Paris Saint Germain, I think he's only once that he didn't win the the league. You understand? And PSG has been doing fine, apart from Champions League aspects. And Messi also has failed to win Champions League ever since Neymar left Barcelona. You understand? So Neymar has been scoring. More than tw- he has been registering more than twenty goals and assists per season. Are we also doing that? The last season, last season he was not even able to get that. Goals and assists, goals and assists. So when 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 you look at the criteria, we all know that Messi and Ronaldo, nobody can break the jeans on until maybe you know these guys are uh, okay. They can't play more than they are playing, so before, the right? that, which is happening right now. So even with Messi and Ronaldo, so what's the point? We 
we all know it was a, a World Cup year, <laughs> and we all know what happened at the World Cup. On the normal ground, on the normal ground, people chill, 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 man. Give me, give me the mic, give me the mic, give me the mic. On the normal ground, on the normal ground, people there was see a large debate about that. Modric Ballon d'Or because Ronaldo won the Champions League, he won like two or three trophies and he scored many goals and still he was given to, that was why I said the criteria that they used to pick the award winner. It's, at times, it is questionable. It is questionable, but calling Neymar a total failure in the past years is been, you know, a, a bit much. A bit much. You can't call one to 10 players right now in the world and you put Neymar there. It's you not- can't. No, right now he's, he's the player that's riding on past glory. He's riding on past glory. He's not about past glory. He's not about past glory. He's not about past glory. Okay, he's not about past glory. Right now, he's he's the player that commands the highest transfer in the world of football. That was he speaks a volume. Paris and Germain would have spent a lot of money on him if they feel he's just a failure. And I, 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 I don't understand. They, 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 We all know that he won the uh the, this uh, this tournament for them that the name uh, all this Pele radio they failed to win. I forgot the name what was what's the name again? He, he won it for them. You understand? So the Olympics, so we shouldn't just tag him as a failure. No, yes, no. he has his up and down. He's a player, he's he's, he's a dribbler and entertainer, so he's, he's, he's usually subjected to you know to attackers, which make him you know get injuries and all. But you can't say he's not serious, that's why he's having injury, or he parties around everybody parties, most players parties. You when he's training, you guys will not see him, but he trains. That doesn't mean he doesn't have his own lifestyle to live, but like I said, he's not a total failure. Nobody, nobody in the era of random messy dominance. No player, I repeat, no player can break that jinx. Break the jinx. Not when Radha Messi are 38, 30, Guinea plus. Now, when at their prime, nobody could break the jinx. Nobody. That, that, that is not is that an excuse? But you just said in the beginning of the show that he has been a partial failure. Now, where do he stand? Right. With what he say, he said he's a total failure. And you also said he's a partial. Yes, he is. He's a total failure to me. It, it can't be what do you expect from him when he was signing for Barcelona? Do you expect he was going to win the Ballon d'Or with Messi and Ronaldo in, in, in the picture? And, and that was when I concluded when I concluded my statement. I said, even when you take for the first time, you don't go. You don't go back and relax. He has been so relaxed. Bro, 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 bro. Xavi Hernandez came mm-hmm. third. Fernando Torres, they came third. At what age? At what age did Xavi came third? It doesn't matter. At what age did Modric win the Ballon d'Or? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You just said, said it yourself now that the, the Modric won is a lot of controversy. Exactly. And that's because we Exactly, and still, and still, that doesn't the year. You don't understand. At what year do you mic now? Can I have the mic now? Yeah, you can, sure. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not um, disagreeing on the things you said. I'm only trying to drive in my own points, which I also respect your own points. And then from my own point of view, he is a total failure. 
and you made so you made a comment on the issue of injury. We all when you are injured, there are some there are some things you need to follow. There are some guidelines you need to follow and everything. If 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 you look at the issues with PSG, we can say that they have uh, maybe managerial issues with the issue of discipline, a coach that is not strong enough to discipline the players. But at the same time, on the attitude of the players themselves on the pitch and off the pitch, that is what the goal is all I'm not saying it is not happening to all top players, but at the same time, you can't expect you, a top player for your team, which the team is also relying on you to get injured. And when you are injured, you, you put in nonchalant attitude towards your recovery. And then you also made a comment about the likes of Barcelona too, when um, Neymar left um, Barcelona and uh, Messi could not get the Champions League and everything like that. And everybody knows that MSN was a very deadly attack. You breaking um, the chain of attack from uh, from the deadness attack. Obviously, you are leaving a very big void to fill in. And then the management at Barcelona could not even feel that way because that was when they went on a very I don't know how to put it a very um, stupid, um, lavish spending where where they blew the money and never happened. They could not even since that very time we've been suffering from the issue of a credible sporting project to bring Barcelona back to. The uh, even the claims of the performances we had then, and that was even one thing that facilitated the the um, movement of Messi from Barcelona to PSG. Now I'm not saying I don't understand what you're trying to say. I'm just trying to put in the country. I understand you. I understand yeah. you. But you need you, you're a backer fan, right? And I understand your pain. He no, left no, you guys. I'm and a backer fan. No, no, I'm not <laughs> a real. My, I have one. Le- my le- my left leg is in Barcelona. My right leg is in Manchester. Uh, so I can move my left leg to meet my right leg anytime because it seems they are moving mad in that Barcelona now. Neymar, Neymar wasn't picking his injuries. You need to understand that. And every player has his own style of play. Neymar is an entertainer. Likewise, all, all Brazilian players, they are entertainers. He is born to entertain. He's born to entertain. So injury is bound to happen. Injury, injury, injury is bound to happen for him most times. You understand? You can't compare him to Premier League uh, English players that are always, you know, fast and running and, and hot. This one is is a dribbler, is a born dribbler, is a tactician. As in, he, he was born to do that. He was born to 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 win the stage, you know. So. Players will focus more on him. They will tackle hard on him. So you don't, you can't tell me he's faking injuries. He's not faking injuries. Saying he's faking injuries, I said he's not talent about his recovery. And I also said something about you having talent. You still need to put in the hard work. Yes, he's an entertainer, but at the same time, so you also have to be serious. This is serious business. The team is relying on you. That is where you do you can, I can equally call Messi an entertainer too because if someone can dribble the entire team from half the pitch to the goalpost and Cisco, he's entertaining us. And that is what we're about. Are we not entertained? Yes. No, I, I get your point. Yes, yes guys, let's move. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, let's talk about the Chelsea Football Club. Yes, yeah, let's talk about yes, Chelsea is no longer news. That Chelsea are keenly interested in list for Rafinha. Yes, and but of course, latest news making the rounds also have it that Barcelona have also shown interest in the Brazilian force. Now the question is, what is there any special in Rafinha that Barcelona and Chelsea 
that I mean that informed the reason why Barcelona and uh, Chelsea are fighting for his signature. Let me start from the man, uh, the Catalonia man. Uh, Alaji, what's so special about Rafinha? Well, for for Barcelona, I think they are they are in need of winners. And looking at the um, the play, the profile of the player, which seems to be a Brazilian player, and also let me borrow the word from Malibari, an entertainer, and someone who seems to understand um, the style of at Barcelona. So definitely, they are they are very they are very very um, in a delicate situation of trying as much as possible to build a team, and which requires them getting the specific profile of players to play for them as soon as possible. And that is one and one thing I would say that um, which drives the intention or the interest from Barcelona to Rafinha. One is, is um, someone who understands the football needed. is someone that fits the profile of the team. And is also someone that can also um, influence matches, not influence in the sense that, oh, maybe you, you push to the, um, you take the team on your shoulder and everything like that, but someone who can deliver once he is needed to deliver. For for Chelsea, I don't understand the need for um for Rafinha considering the fact that they spent quite a number of um a, a lot during the last transfer window and we see them not being able to use or utilize their team in the best position, best possible way. And looking at the formation deployed by Chelsea to so three four three or sometimes three four two one, I still see I still don't know the position Rafinha is going to play in that team because we are thinking of bringing a, a winger to come and play your right wing back, or probably you want to convert him to another ten who to be moving um, to the to the wings, or probably give him fluidity in the um, the upper third of the of the field. I still don't understand what they are trying to do. Probably they are just trying to frustrate and also rag into the ranks of players they have at their team. All right, I know that my, is my own submission on that. All right, thanks very much. I know Maliberi knows what Chelsea are trying to do with Rafinha. <laughs> the guy is not special. As in all this blabalu is caused by Deco. The guy is, is, is on Malcolm's level. Malcolm that is playing as Zenith. They are on the same level. I don't know why the hype we you know we, we venture in these players after just a season display or, or half a season display. Rafinha has not scored 15 goals a season. His first season he scored like six goals, second season he scored like, he scored like nine goals. So what is the force about it? All this blabalu is this is caused by his Twice in his career, said? he has only scored double digits twice in his career. Last season and 2015-2016 season. When he was Portuguese league. Imagine. So I, I, I don't understand why what all this force is about. I, I believe all this Ulabalu is caused by his agent, Deku. Because having played for Bas, he has agreed terms and conditions with Barcelona four months ago. And Deku, we know Deku played for Barcelona. And he played for Chelsea as well. One back, Barcelona couldn't cough out the money. He was trying to push his agenda for Chelsea. But normally, normally, this guy is not as special. He's aggressive. He's pompous. When you look at him, he and Richarlison, they are almost the same thing, you know, with uh, attitude-wise. But I still prefer Richarlison because Richarlison is still better than him. So goal scoring, you know, is a good threat and all. But Rafinha, he can dribble, you know, but can he do extraordinary things? He can't. He can't, which is what Barcelona is now. Barcelona is an extraordinary player. You know, a player that can, you know, step in, if, if not even to Messi's rule, at least close to Messi's rule. So Rafael can't do that. I don't just know what the Ulabalu is about. And Chelsea, we all know they used to go for a player that uh, people are always talking about. They want to sign this because they feel they have money. They can just go to transfer market and just spoil everything for everybody. In the end, if they sign that Rafael will flop, then he will flop. 
I don't know. I don't know. That's why I said that I don't know where it's going for them. But let me quickly comment on the issue of being special or not. Yes, it's not special. And that was why I said on the issue of um, profile of players, if you ask the, the system deployed by Xavi last season, it's a system where it's allowed the leaders to have freedom to use the ball. And that's why very influential towards the end of the season because of his speed and also that he was able to use both his speed to dribble and also drive the football through the pace and then come back into the middle to bring in, um, the, the, the right back and then link up with the interiors and also with the forward players. Now that's why I said yeah. if it's the profile of players required by Barcelona to play on the wing. Bro, but, we, need, we, need we need to understand one thing. Last season and upper season in the EPL, did Rafinha did extraordinary thing against big clubs, top six clubs? No. How many goals did he score? How many goals did he score? How many assists did he make? How many interceptions? How many dribbles? How many passes? When you look at his performance, it is between among those average clubs and below, below, below. Is this tantalizing player? I don't understand. Last season, Bukasaka had a better season than him. Yeah, I mean, Kulusevsky that came in January was 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 louded more than him. Maliberry. He's quite... Yeah. Well, we, 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 yes, you don't show, see, you know, like the guy. Now, if... He's not. We rather go to Chelsea or Barcelona in one second. Ah, if you go to back out, you go floor for Chelsea. You should go to back football is for It's not a matter. It is not a matter of flopping at Chelsea. I feel Barcelona is going to give him more matches. Barcelona can still be patient with him. He will play in Chelsea. It seems Akinziech is going. He will play in Chelsea. Playing time is not the problem. He will play in Chelsea, but he's going to flop. He's going to play in Chelsea. You think but Chelsea is going to give him more matches than Barcelona? Because as it is now, if the business doesn't renew. Is as good as being on the right wing. You don't have any right winger that can play there. Is as good as dead. Mm. There is no going to renew. I don't see him renew. Guys, there's no game. If Barcelona can sign Rafia, then forget about Dembele. Because right. Alex Collard is falling back from, from, from his loan and he can also play on the right wing. So we don't see Dembele anymore. All right, guys, as we tell. Yes, let's talk about a club that has lost its glory and hoping to reclaim his glory, Manchester United. Yes, Manchester United. <laughs> they haven't bought. <laughs> yes, haven't bought any player at the moment, but they've been linked with a lot of players. Um, they've been with Tari Malasia, Fenol left back. Uh, they believe it's Antonio of Ayas. They believe with almost everybody, but it seems. Manchester United are only being linked with either from Ayrton Axe player or players playing in LADBC. Is there anything special in LADBC that we do not know, Malik Berry? They have needed to understand that the environment you were working before, you heard before, is different from where you are now. The players that excelled with you before doesn't mean they necessarily mean that they will excel with you 
right now. You need to look out, go out there and look for players that can fit in in any situation. I can adapt anyway. It's not as if the young has been fantastic and fantabulous at Barcelona. You understand? I don't know why he's, he's all adamant that he wants Dembele. Uh, I mean, sorry, De Jong. But uh, this Anthony guy is 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 a, is a, is a dribbler. He's, he's, he's quite good. So I like I've watched his games and I like his display a lot. And I feel he's kind of player that Manchester United they need right now. I feel is what they need right now. And the, the left back, uh, Malaysia, I think it will be a better addition to their to their defensive problems if I thought they can ship out to look sure. Understand? It's really a good addition. But if a player doesn't want to come to your side, then why are you forcing? There are many players out there. There are many fishes in the ocean. Go out there, get get it in Didi. Get many. There are many players out there. Yeah, Ruben Neves and all. Get players. You know that will fit. That will be suitable to you. The fact that you work with the young doesn't mean he's going to be successful at Manchester United. I don't know the first about all these Holland, Holland players. Though. I don't know. Last last, they go chop it in only. <laughs> yeah, but, but very, you, 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 I mean, let's let me have a take on this. Yes, Manchester United being linked with only such uh, players, if I may say. I mean, is it that is it Eric and has been trying to play savior, trying to go with players that he feels with suit his playing style at Manchester United, players that he has seen firsthand and he thinks with suit <clears throat> playing style at Manchester United. Exactly, that is what he's trying to do. But he needs to understand that you can't ship out all the players you met in the team. These players are still going to play with them. And even if the ones in your team right now are bad and the ones you are bringing in are good, they still can't work. So you need to look for players that will gel with others. Don't just look for a particular player that you've played with before. Hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean they will pick at... Uh, all right, Aladi, in two minutes, quickly, let me have a take on this. We are running out of, we are running out of time. Just too much on players from, um, from Netherlands. But this time, we can't, we can't um, blame him. It's more like he's going to confide to his particular place for a very long time. And he has seen and he has um, tried as much as possible to understand his environment and is now coming into another environment. The first thing I would give you, the, the survival instinct that you would get at first is to bring the instincts you've had from that environment into another one. And that is why he needs to be very careful. When Kote came to Tottenham 2, he brought uh, Bentako and uh, Kulusevsky from Italy because he has seen them, he, he, look, he understands the potentials and he, he understands that these are players that can work with and I can always try as much as possible to improve the same with them. So I understand what he's trying to do, but he should not overdo it. That is where the problem is going to come because it's another environment and they have to be very, very careful. Not sure, frankly. We can, as a Barcelona fan, I will tell you that we've not seen the best of Frankie, and that is because we play him in his preferred position and he's always being moved around. At one point in time, he played as a center back. At another point in time, he played as attacking midfielder. Yeah. He also played as the center midfielder and also the DM. So he moved around through the um, center and everything. So it was even at one point, he was playing more or less like the post line in front, trying as much as possible to get to the box and also coming back to also defensive. So we've not been able to utilize him, and that is one of the issues we have with him. So right. if um, Manchester United feels that he can be the best, because obviously we saw the best 
of this guy under this man. So I don't see any problem trying as much as possible to get him. And we all know with Manchester United needs someone that can bring out the ball. We need someone that can be very comfortable with the ball in the middle. And this particular guy fits the profile. All right. So he's able to get him fine, but not he should look at he should look elsewhere like Malibari said and try as much as possible to get someone from the EPL if he's not able to get Frankie. All right, all right, guys. We have less than two minutes on the show. I'm just need to talk about Juventus. Yes, we, we know Paul Pogba has returned back to Allianz Arena. Yes, and also Juventus are also on the verge of signing de Maria. It's not official yet. But then, with the nature of these two players, Malibari, do you think Juventus are good to go to reclaim the Scudetto? They are back. They are back. That's just it. They're back. You know, as a general transfer, they already had Vlaovic. And now they're having Popoga, one of my favorite players in the world. They are back. And Anger Di Maria, we all know on a good day what he can do. He's a good passer of the ball. He's a good dribbler, a fantastic goal scorer. Uh, dead ball. He's fantastic. All-round player. He's good. Popoga is strong. He can dribble. He can shoot. And he, he loves to express himself, which I feel he will be more open to do that at Juventus, at Syria. He will be more open to express himself compared to the likes of Manchester United. And he's, he's where the fans love him. The Juventus fan. There won't be you know, time for playing and all, excessive play and all. So I believe these signings will boost Juventus into you know, challenging Inter Milan and AC Milan for the title coming coming this season. All right. Very, 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 very in line for the title. All right. Thanks very much, Malibari. Thanks very much, Laji, for joining on the show. Yes, do not forget that we shall return next week when we shall also be discussing the latest news making the round in the round data game. You can join us on social media. The Twitter handle is tweet at San in capital letter. On Facebook, Sports Analysis Network is the name. And on Instagram, Sports Analysis Network is the name. Do have a wonderful weekend. Adios. Can you feel it?